Welcome Cosmic Toolbox. This is your October monthly forecast. And I just want to say, take a deep breath. It's a big month. And if you're feeling it already, know you're not alone. It is energetically wild. That's the word I'm going to use. I have done more centering and boundary work around our house this month already. We're only three days in. Um, just interesting energies. And um, I find that the home and the hearth and the keeping the eternal flames going to keep the energy up is more important than it's been in a while. The veils are thinning. We have a new moon coming this week. We have some interesting stuff at the beginning of October. And so let's just get into some of the juicy details. So Kicking off October here, we have a lot of retrogrades. We have Mercury retrograde, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. We have Pallas. We have Chiron. We have eight planetary bodies now here in retrograde. And so it's a deep inward reflection of what is going on inside of me really what's in here what's actually true what's actually happening inside of me everything is sort of forcing um us to to dig a little deeper and to not take some of the superficial things that maybe we would have settled for before as true it really wants us to go much 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 deeper than that So just a recap, in case you are new, what do these retrogrades individually mean? All of them are pointing towards needing us to look a little bit deeper, but really in which way, right? Um, And the first couple ones that are important to note are the ones that are about to go direct in October. So Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter, and Mercury, right, are getting ready to go direct in this this coming month. So really quick recap, Pluto retrograde has been retrograde since the end of April. And this is a deep shadow work type revelation type energy. Pluto is all about resurrection and slow radical change and your destiny and deep existentialism, the other world, the underworld, purifying magic, right? Um, really deep stuff. So this is all about understanding and assimilating your darker hidden powers, the old hurts and things that you might've shoved down, old wounds, old triggers um, that you might want to keep hidden. And it's about accepting them and integrating them and bringing light to them and, and aligning the shadows to your light and bringing light into your shadows, awareness into your shadows dissipates those shadows quicker than anything else. So that's the big work of Pluto retrograde. Saturn retrograde's been in retrograde since May. And this is really asking us where we've taken responsibility for our life and where can we take more of it um, personally, right? In inward, right? So where are the cracks in your foundation related to how, how you have a career? How do you show up to serve others? Where are you being responsible? Where are you um, being mature, there's a maturity aspect to Saturn retrograde in Aquarius. Like you need to be more (laughs) and everyone needs to 
harness a little bit more of their inner responsible boss, boss, like energy to bring it outward into the world. And so kind of bringing some patience, um, being consistent, learning the art of when things are right for you, um, and, and asking the questions, is this for me? And is this for me for now or later? And kind of working with the energies, sometimes ideas that you have are not for right now, and it would be unwise to push forward with them. And so just kind of practicing that self-discipline, doing the work every day, all day, um, and holding yourself more accountable. Jupiter retrograde in Aquarius has been with us since June. And remember, it wasn't in Aquarius the whole time. So there's been a lot of that. It had moved into Pisces. And so we started the retrograde in Pisces and then it went back into Aquarius. This is an expansive time, inner expansion, not outer expansion, inner expansion. So what do you want, right? Um, how, and this is a lot of planning, excuse me. This is a lot. I have a lot to say. Apparently this is a lot of planning of what is going to be your life. What are you going to bring forward? Um, especially what serves you the most and how can you bring more of what's inside of you out? So honing your talents, practicing consistent self-worth, loving who you actually are, not who you want to be, not who you've tried to be. What is that saying? Um, don't stay committed to a mistake because you made a lot of time making it. If you've been presenting yourself differently than how you actually are, then maybe get in more in line with that. The retrogrades are going to bring up some discomfort around anything that isn't actually who you are um, and who you are meant to be and who you came here to be. You came to earth during times such as this to be something specific. And so if you find that your daily actions are not in alignment with who you came to be, you're going to feel a lot of pinch right? Um, Neptune retrograde. This does not go direct until November 1st, but that's basically going to feel like October. So I'm going to cover that real quick as well. Um, This is the spiritual reflective, right? Deep. How are you connecting spiritually? Is your spiritual core centered? Do you, do you walk your talk? Are you doing the things it takes to do what you want to connect? So if you have a deep inner connection to something spiritual? Are you doing the things that you know, keep you connected? Are you meditating? Are you journaling? Are you creating? Are you practicing kindness, kindness to yourself and others, right? Where are you at spiritually? Do a little examination, a little physical assessment. Um, because as we get closer to the end of October, this retrograde is going to be feeling it a little bit. It's going to be showing up a little bit more and the veils are going to be very thin. And so having our imagination and intuition, super inward focused, um, dreams could get really wild. And that's all of October because we have meteor showers and the thinning of the veil and the Neptune retrograde. And it's going to go direct to November 1st. So that last week of October, especially could be really intense for dreaming. And so 
Um, then we also have the ever present Chiron retrograde since mid July going until uh, mid December. And this is all about healing our childhood. So we're seeing all of these retrogrades from a lens and an overarching energy of Chiron retrograde. We are preparing for another eclipse season come November, right? This is a little bit more long-term same with Uranus retrograde goes direct in January, um, so that's at play because it's going to be squaring off with Saturn another time on Christmas Eve, just after that solstice. Chiron retrograde goes direct just, just before, almost practically on the solstice. So <clears throat> there are some things happening in the longer term. Make sure you go back and listen to that yearly forecast if you are new or you missed it. Um, because we talk about the greater story arcs within that as well. So that's the retrograde energy. Oh, also Mercury retrograde. How could I forget? Mercury retrograde, right? This is a truth revealing. Remember we had a year of air sign retrogrades in Mercury. So we started off with Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. Then we had Mercury retrograde in Gemini, which is also where the North node is in Gemini. And where our, it's the axis with which our eclipse seasons are taking place. So there's massive illuminations happening under the scope of Gemini. And now we have Mercury retrograde in Libra. And it's time to move with what we've learned. Um, Libra is a cardinal sign, air sign ruled by Venus. And it's time to really take stock. I, I'm, and really be honest. What is, what is disharmonious, right? Where does harmony need to be restored in your life? And if you want to ignore this, it's just, it's only, it's only going to hurt you at this point. Um, you want to become more flexible in your life. You want to find creative solutions to long problems. Um, you want to look at what happened in, when Mercury was retrograde in Aquarius for you, because that was the futuristic forward thinking from the astral format. You want to look at what happened in your life when Mercury was retrograde in Gemini, take stock of what happened there, the duality, the darkness, the forward thought, the humanitarian bend that Gemini almost always carries with it. Um, remember Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So there's a lot of mercurial aspects to Gemini as, as is it was very at home there. What came up in your life then now it's wreck the reckoning basically. So October is going to feel like, Oh, I thought I covered this. I thought I covered this. It could feel really wild. And I always pay attention <clears throat> to the energies with which we start a month. And we're starting off October with this Mercury trine, Jupiter cosmic rectangle, cosmic kite. Chiron is its closest earth. It will be all year long today, Sunday, October 3rd. And so I'm really, <clears throat> really, really watching everything that Jupiter and Mercury do. I find that they are hooked up. They're working together. That trine energy is powerful where let's follow, let's follow that trail, right? So all of October, we're going to be feeling it. Even though Mercury goes direct on the 18th, we have the post shadow period, um, and so we're going to be, it's going to be a mercury driven month. We also have a lot of play with Mars and Venus. So relationships are heavy into this. I would find that, um, pain points within relationships are going to come to a head this month. And it feels like the first week's going to be super heavy and dark. 
So we have the, the Chiron coming, the Chiron, Chiron coming the closest, activating all of our childhood triggers and wounds and asking you if you're looking, are you looking? All of this retrograde energy wants you to look deeper. Tuesday, um, October 5th, we have an 11 master day. The first one since May, we had been in 22 master day season. Now we're back in 11 master day, very activating. Um, Tuesday also kicks off Tuesday, October 5th kicks off our Libra stellium. And that will be around for two days in a pretty heavy way. Then on October 6th, we have the new moon. We have the draconids kicking off and we have Pluto direct and then Pluto direct will then go into its post shadow period. And we'll start to tie up a lot of our loose ends that we came up with during shadow work. The draconids start uh, the sixth, but really they run till the 10th. They'll peak on the seventh. We'll have a dark sky. So if the weather holds, we should be able to see them. It's important to note that the draconids aren't exactly, um, they're exciting. They're not exactly the gangbusters. It's minor. They're a minor meteor shower, maybe 10 meteors an hour. Um, it's produced by dust grains that were left behind by a comet. Um, and we've been watching them in our sky since the 19, early 1900s, but, um, it's, it's best viewed. It's not like other meteor showers. It's best viewed in the early evening. Like as soon as it gets dark enough, get outside and look. Um, and that's good that we have a new moon because we will be able to see it. Most meteor showers, you want to get out there around midnight between midnight and like 5am. This is not that. So plan for that early evening, as soon as it gets dark and the meteors come from Draco, that's why they're the draconids. So, um, get your night sky app out, find Draco and keep a watch right around there. Um, so then we have on Friday, October 8th, the sun conjunct Mars and Mercury retrograde is at its halfway point. Mercury, the sun conjunct Mars kicks off this really activating Mars energy. The next day, the sun conjuncts Mercury and Mercury conjuncts Mars. And we're going to have a whole lot of reckoning in there when it comes to our vitality, our communications, our life purpose. It's coming just after the draconids bring the celestial messages, right? And we're going to feel a lot of activation just after the new moon, the moon will be waxing. We will start to be building an illumination. We will get activation in our vitality, our aggression, our action, our courage, um, and, and also in our communications, but really um, in our inner communications, if you're not meditating and moving I, at the end of the week, going into the first weekend of October, you need to be moving, make sure you have some sort of outlet. Otherwise you could turn really anxious. Um, it's also the last night that Saturn is retrograde. So I would expect any cracks in the foundation that you've refused to look at to become painfully obvious come this sun conjunct Mars, sun conjunct Mercury, Mercury conjunct Mars, right? Um, then on Sunday, Saturn turns direct and it's a 10, 10 power day. Now, when I see a 10, 10 power day in a relation to Saturn moving direct, I would expect us to feel that Saturn move direct. I would expect that you are going to need to immediately get onto the pedestal Saturn helped you correct. Um, right. Cause Saturn's asking us to look into inwards to some of our cracks in our foundation and fix them. October 12th, we get the first quarter moon in Capricorn. Capricorn's ruled by Saturn. And that first quarter moon is going to demand we take action on our Saturn direct. 
right? Um, and I would expect that. Then we have Venus sextile Saturn. And I expect relationships to become massively, aw- <laughs> massively uh, prominent in our awareness. Uh, that's October 13th. Um, and I would really, it's going to be stabilizing, right? A lot of awareness, a lot of awareness and a lot of education on what's been learned while that Saturn was retrograde. So I would take note of that aspect on Friday, October 15th, the sun trines Jupiter. So there's going to be some increased expansion here, but remember Jupiter retrograde is in its last three days at that point. So when the sun trine Jupiter kicks in, we're going to be really seeking balance within us, um, before Jupiter goes direct. Then on the 16th, we have Mercury sextile Venus, Mercury still retrograde as well. Kind of Saturn feels like Saturn's dragging us through. Like, did you learn any of your lessons? Right. And, and it's going to feel demanding. Um, Sunday 17th sun squares off with Pluto, Pluto, right. Is now direct. So the sun kind of creating this, um, strain, this tension, um, may feel like our deep, dark stuff is coming up. That's on the eve of Jupiter and Mercury going direct pay attention Sunday, 17th on the 18th, Jupiter, Mercury, both move direct. Mars is trying Jupiter that action and vitality, the activation of Mars we got when Mars was conjunct the sun, that's going to become extreme to us. So it's going to feel like Jupiter's moved direct and Mars is trying Jupiter, giving it the vitality and the oomph it needs to start making movements. Expansion will come fast and like fast and heavy. If we're being honest, um, let's take note that when Jupiter and Mercury move direct and Mars is trying Jupiter, um, we're within the full moon energy, right? So that happens on the 18th, the full moon in Aries, which Mars rules is on Wednesday, October 20th. And so Jupiter and Mercury moving direct with Mars trying Jupiter, it's going to be like action time, action time. And if you aren't taking action on this full moon, you will feel the effects of it throughout all of eclipse season. So if you have a plan, if you've been given direction, if you've been given a message, if you've been given awareness and you're ignoring it and you're stuffing it down, this will become pain point during eclipse season. So get it together, get your mind right, take action on the steps that you've been given and stay aware. Then on the 21st, we move into the Orionids meteor shower. This one's a little bit more, right? A little bit more than the Draconids, a little bit. This is the closer we get to, um, all Hallows Eve, Halloween, the thinnest of the veil, right? The closest we get to that, the closer we get to that, the more this meteor shower is going to really hit us. Um, you get about 20 meteors an hour when it's at its peak. It is dust grains left behind by Haley, um, the comet. Uh, so <laughs> it's it's an ancient comet. Um, you know, the draconids we've been aware of since the 1900s. Haley's comet, we've been much more aware of for a very long time. And we get about 20 meteors an hour and we feel this one. Um, it, the shower goes all the way from um, you. I mean, you might see it right now, actually. It kicks off on October 2nd and goes until November 7th. 
So I see the Orionids as having the most input in all of October than anything else. Bringing that wisdom, the ancient knowledge, tapping into our ancestors. This is why I focus so heavily on ancestors during October. You get the spiral box, you know, I get really wild with it. Um, We go deep with the ancestors because this is something that we must be aware of. All of us, all of our past connections that still walk amongst us and they're here and the veil is thin and we can feel them more. And so the Orionids kind of bring that extraterrestrial knowledge to us here on earth. It will peak between the 21st and the 22nd. So that night, right. Um, and so the problem is right. Is that it's right after a full moon. Um, so the, the, (laughs) The majority of these meteors aren't, we're not going to see them. The brightest ones you should be able to see, get out there and be patient. Um, they come from the constellation Orion. Um, so they may radiate from there, but with the Orionids, you may see them just about anywhere truthfully. So keep, I, we, um, put air mattresses out on the back patio (laughs) and just kind of lay out there. Okay. And I have to give this message, whether you see them or not, they're going to be impacting and sprinkling earth. I was trying to hold this back and not get too weird in the monthly forecast, right? Trying to keep it short as possible. Whether you see them or not, whether you care about them or not, they're going to be messing with your sleep, with your visions, with your awareness all month long. If you are tapping in, you are going to be receiving massive amounts of meteor activation in the ethers. It's there. It's happening ancient times. Communications are not one way. It is a two-way street. So when you, when your ancestors from 300 years ago were out in the fields or out in the woods or sitting by a fire or doing anything they were doing, and they looked up at the sky and they saw a meteor, or they were just under the meteors, not even paying attention, anything they were thinking, feeling those meteors, it impacts and it activates and it, and it, it brings knowledge from outer inner, but at the same time, it activates whatever is happening there with its impulse and it's, and it's, um, longstanding knowledge. And if you've ever held a meteor, you know, that they have so much energy, so much energy. So when meteors are raining down on us, we feel them. So, so wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you don't have to have an air mattress on the back patio. You can, or you can stay inside and know they're there. You're going to receive the messages. Okay. And as you put your energy up and say, oh, I'm aware of these, just like your ancestors did 300 years ago, you're looking up to the skies and activating your communication to the skies. So just remember it's, it's an interconnectedness and the Orionids are going to pepper the entire month of October with this awareness. Um, and so be, be aware of that. Now, October 25th, we get Mercury at its greatest Western elongation. And so if you get excited about that, um, you want to get out in the morning sky, it'll be at its highest point above the horizon. And you want to look low in the Eastern sky just before sunrise. And it'll be a great time, right? (laughs) To, to be aware of it. And if you haven't been watching Venus, you should start. Um, it's, 
like at its highest point in the horizon in the evening sky. Um, but Juniper even can spot Venus now. Like she'll point up and go, it's Venus. And it's, it's super fun. Um, because it's bright and it's there. Um, so get outside and look at that too. Cause Venus is heavy on us in October as well. So the last week of October is going to be lit. We have Venus squaring off with Neptune retrograde. Um, I would expect relationships to really be calling us to shift our lies, our, our, our inner lies, self-delusions, um, anything. If you've been keeping up a facade, I would expect it to fall away. We then have Venus sextile Jupiter and the third quarter moon in Leo um, on Thursday, October 28th. And I would expect movement in relationships and I would expect it to be dramatic. Um, and then on October 30th, we wrap up the month with Saturn, with the sun squaring off Saturn. This is going to illuminate some themes that we are going to be dealing with, with this, with, um, eclipse season and then into December. So whatever happens on October 30th, you may be getting a taste of what is to come for you for eclipse season. So that is the month of October to the best of my current abilities. And let's, um, remember ourselves. That's what October is about. Remember who you are, how strong you are, how capable you are, how many tools you have in your toolbox. It's going to be fantastic, or we are going to learn a lot of lessons. And those are the two options, right? Everyone have a beautiful month. I will talk to you soon.